Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, and I am the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, we have done it. We are in a brand new year. That's right. We are in the year 2022. 2022. And I cannot begin to imagine how much grace has to be extended for us to be in a place and a time such as this. But knowing that we have all been created for such, as, for such a time as this, that we should all give honor and thanks to our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the opportunity to still see another day on this earth. You know, the psalmist says it this way, and you hear it from me every time you hear the traveling pulpit. It says in the 118th Psalm and the 24th verse, these words, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I know I am, and I hope that you are also. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, I don't want to spend a lot of time today uh, because I know it's still kind of a, a holiday season and we still have the opportunity to present God's word to you, the listener. But I want to remind you that going into our third year, the Traveling Pulpit mission is still intact. And that is to reach the unchurched, to reach those who have been turned off by church. And now when the building closed, to gather those who have gone astray. We want to continue to remind you that God, the creator, is still the same God sitting on the throne as he was when they closed his doors. I want you to know that when they closed his doors and mankind fell for the 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 power that is of this world that has been granted to man to use against man when they close the doors to his church. I want you to know that the traveling pulpit remains open and available to you. So whomever is listening to this message for the first time or since its beginning, I want you to know that the Traveling Pulpit podcast and Traveling Pulpit Ministries and Wednesday with the Word now on Facebook, I want you to know that we are here for you. You don't have to have a, a special membership of any kind. You don't have to come down and shake any hands. You don't have to uh, uh, pass around a plate of any kind. All you have to do is share this message. The Lord will do the rest. All you have to do is share this message. You see, I believe as an individual and as a servant of the Lord Most High, I believe that he makes the numbers count that man tries to count. You see, man can count all day and all he is doing is counting. But I believe that the Lord, when, when, when the soul comes to the Lord for its salvation. I believe that is a number that no man can count, but that is a number that is only collected by our Lord and our Savior. So with that saying, I want to talk about what 
is pressing on my heart today. We all know the famous scripture, John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But traveling pulpit family, I want to take it a little bit further, but I want to take you all the way back to the beginning. And I want to look at in the beginning because something happens in the beginning that a lot of us kind of overlook or even miss. For God so loved the world that he created it. He created it in order for him to love the world, to give his only begotten son. He had to love his creation for which he's given his son for. So on today, we're going to talk about for God so loved the world that he created it. Over in the book of Genesis, the writer of Genesis, whom has been credited as being Moses, begins writing when he begins by saying in the beginning. Now, we know that if there is a beginning, that there has to be an end. But the Bible does not start out reading like a fairy tale. You see, man has written a fairy tale that goes once upon a time. So we know that that's an imaginary time in that writer's mind. But this is not an imaginary tale for which the Holy Spirit has convicted the very soul of man to write down these words in the beginning. Because these words were written after the fall of man. So we know that man has a time limit on him because if there is a beginning, then there has to be an end. So when these words were written, the, the generations that came before the author of this book that we uh, contribute to be Moses, they were all gone. They have all ended. So Moses is saying through the power and conviction of the Holy Spirit that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now we know through historical fact that God has been given many names, has been given many titles and has been given many identifications, but there is only one creator, Yahweh, Yash, uh, Yahweh, uh, Elohim, uh, El Shaddai, Adonai, all of these names, Jehovah, all of these names have been attributed to the creator. And so, with all these names being attributed to the creator, it is a reverence for the one whom created. So we go forth and we see that he created the heavens and the earth. Now, for my flat earth society folk and the round world society folk, can we just agree that it does not matter whether the earth is flat or whether the earth is round, but yet and still it has been created. It has been created and it was without form and void. And darkness was over the face of the deep. So we see right here that the heavens and the earth was without form and void, but it was in existence. It was there when the creator came up upon it. And we know that the deep was covered in darkness. So the spirit of God, meaning the Holy Spirit, hovered over the face of the waters. 
And because he didn't, because he did that, the Lord God, the creator said, let there be light. Now, here is where you get a glimpse of the announcement of Christ. The Savior, the Messiah, is being called into the presence of creation. He is already there with the, 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 the Creator. He is there with the Spirit who is hovering. Now he is the Messiah who is being called into the midst of creation. We are confirmed this over in John 1, when John says from his writings, he says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was, he was in the beginning with God. So we see very early on that nothing is being done without his presence already being called into existence. He has been called into the world of time. He has been called into the world of governing men. Why? Because Isaiah says that the government shall be upon his shoulders. So everything that is being created is being created for him. And nothing that has been created was created that has not been made for him. All things has been created for him, including mankind. Because all things had to meet the approval of its creator. Let's go back to Genesis. On the first day, there was the call into the presence of creation, the Messiah. And he separated that darkness that hovered over the entire existence of the formless and voidless earth. He separated that and he called that night and he called the light day. On the second day, he separated the waters from the expanse below to the heavens above, and he called it heaven. On the third day, he called into the existence, the vegetation, the, the, the plants, the fruit trees, trees itself, all of the greenery that you see here on the world now, which I am led to believe that perhaps maybe Green or emerald is his favorite color because this is what he called into existence. On the fourth day, he separated two great lights, one to govern the day, the other to govern the night. But this is the reason why he did that. He did that as for signs and for seasons. He hung the sun, which is given to take over the summertime, which brings us heat and the moon, which takes over the nighttime, which gives us the coolness, the autumn feel. These lights 
were given responsibility over the seasons upon which the Lord says that as long as there are the seasons, the earth will remain. On the fifth day, he called into the existence, the waters, all of the creatures in the sea, all of the birds in the air that would fly throughout the heavens, that would sing a song every single day. It would be a brand new song sung to him every single day somewhere in the world. You know, sometimes when there is wintertime here where we are in this, the United States, there is summertime in the southern parts of the world and they sing a new song to him. We don't always hear the birds chirping in the wintertime, but when the weather warms up, that's when you begin to hear the birds singing. You begin to hear the birds chirping. They are singing a new song to him. Doesn't mean that just because we don't hear it, there isn't a song being sung by the birds somewhere in the world. He receives a new song every day and those birds let him know that they appreciate him doing the things that he has done. What have you appreciated the Lord for in your existence? Since you've been alive and you're hearing this message, what have you uh, appreciated the Lord for in your life? On the sixth day, he created the beast of the earth and mankind who would rule over it. Then on the seventh day, he rested. He rested from all his labor and he sanctified this day and he called it holy, the seventh day. Now, there have been arguments about, you know, the seventh day. We have different, uh, um, uh, I, um, beliefs. We have different beliefs as far as, you know, what this day mean, what that day mean, but what we have to realize is that he created all days. So are not all days holy? What if, hypothetically speaking, he took a break on day one? Would that make any difference more significant than day two or day three? But he chose to rest on day seven. Does that not mean all days are holy? Because the seventh day is just as holy as the first day because he created everything. Now we are in the year 2022 and we don't hear his voice the way we used to. We don't recognize his voice the way we should. Instead, we are listening to the power and the principles that have taken over this world. He created this world because he loves this world and he loves everything and everyone in this world. He loves everyone and everything in this world so much that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever should believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. His son has told us that he is the good shepherd. And the world that we live in now, this year, 2022, that we know nothing about, 
We have just come out of the year 2021. And what we knew in 2021, we're going to carry over into 2022. The same sin-filled sickness that has plagued us since the beginning of time. We're going to carry over that same sin-sick, sin-filled sickness into 2022 as we did in 2021 and the years prior to that. You see, I don't have a problem talking about sin because I know I am forgiven of my sin, but it takes the recognition that you are a sinner in order to get past knowing that you need a savior. Because once you get past that, that is number one, knowing that you're a sinner and that you need a savior. Once you get past that, then the relationship with Christ can begin. Jesus said that he has come for those who are sick because the well do not need a doctor, but the sick need a doctor. This is why he has come. Because God so loved the world that he created it. Everything in it and everyone in it. And he wants everything and everyone in it to be saved. Now, is that possible? I don't know. I'm not the creator. I am one who has been saved by his son, the Messiah, so that one day I will have an opportunity to see the creator just as he is. But I can't say that everyone will. What I can say is that he is the good shepherd and his sheep knows his voice. And there are hundreds, if not thousands, if not more voices out here that are not the shepherds that are out here doing anything and everything they can to persuade the sheep from listening to the shepherd's voice. But God so loved the world, did he not? He so loved the world that he created it. Everything and everyone that's in it. For Jeremiah 29, 11 tells us, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. Traveling pulpit family, if you have not heard his voice. If you do not know who the good shepherd is, know this and hear this now. The good shepherd says, my sheep know my voice and a stranger's voice they will not listen to. Because he, the creator, God, who loved this world so much, he created it. He knows the plans he has for you. The welfare that he has, that he wants to give you and the evil that he is trying to keep you from. So that you will have a good future, not only here, but with him and that you will have that hope in his son, whom he has given to this world. 
John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but in order that the world might be saved through him. Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you so much for allowing me the opportunity to come and just present this brand new message. This brand new message of hope in this brand new year of 2022. I do not know what the future holds for us, but I do know who holds the future for us that I do know. And his name is Jesus in the Hebrew. It would be Yeshua, but we are speaking English through the translated words. So therefore the word has now gone out and it is up to you what you will do with it. Will you apply it? Will you deny it? The choice is yours. But as always, the word has been given to you. Romans 10, 9. The most famous scripture that, well, one of the most famous scriptures that I've come to, to extend to those who are contemplating starting a relationship, uh, uh, contemplating renewing the relationship. Or even if they just want to know what it takes so that they can also be saved. Romans 10, 9 says, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. It is that simple. That's all you have to do is confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. Now is the time in this brand new year of 2022, 2022. The same word that was being spoken last year is going to be spoken this year. For he is the Lord and he does not change. But the one who does change is the one who's trying to persuade you from building this relationship with the with God's son, the Messiah, Jesus Christ. Now, the choice is yours. You can apply it. You can deny it. But there is no other way. But but by confessing that Jesus is Lord with your mouth and believing in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is it for me, Traveling Pulpit family. I look forward to uh, doing a new series on Wednesday, Wednesday with the Word uh, on Facebook. You can find that on your Facebook uh, page, the Traveling uh, Traveling Pulpit Ministries uh, uh it is also uh, also can be found on TikTok at TPM0116. 
uh, at Twitter at Traveling Pulpit Ministries. You can also, it's still under construction. Things are still happening. Changes are still being made. But you know what? God is still good and his presence is still mighty in this world. So we're going to continue to do the things that are necessary to continue to uplift and move forward the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So now unto him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time now and forever. Amen. God bless you, traveling pulpit family. I look forward to uh, doing this with you on next week. I hope that you have a good, good week. I hope that you have a blessed week and I hope that you have had a good and safe transition into 2022. Love you. Bye for now.